Uh, right, I'm not ready for this today. I don't. I feel shitty. I have to be honest with you. You you feel shitty? Yeah. No, I just feel yucky. You know, just sort of. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I need a holiday. I've not had a holiday for uh, quite some considerable time. I don't mean a day off here and there. I mean go away for a week or maybe two weeks somewhere. That's a long holiday. Yeah, I know, but you know. Uh, I haven't got anyone to go with now, have I? And uh, the dogs keep asking, can we go away? And I have to keep saying, well, where and when? You can always come and uh, stay with me for a bit. I don't fucking want to go to North Wales. Okay. In fact, what I want to do is go somewhere where I'm not, you know, somewhere I don't know what I want to do really, to be honest. But anyway, so I think that's why I'm feeling a bit uh, like that. Well, you can't go to America... I don't want to go to America. It's too far. I'll just hop across the channel and go somewhere on Le Continent. Why don't we get you in I'm a Celebrity and you can have a holiday in Australia? That's not a holiday. That's just making money for the tax man, isn't it? It is a holiday if you get booted out quick. Yeah. No, in my luck, people will bloody keep me in for the duration. No. Just to be nasty. <laughs> yeah, because when I was in Big Brother... My wife organised a campaign to keep me in there as long as possible. And it's not because people enjoyed seeing me in there. It's because they knew I was hating it. And, uh, and they just wanted to carry on. Well, well why, why did you come in if you don't want to be in here? Because they're all sort of lovies and sucking up to the fucking camera. And I just wanted, I wanted to go. I just I agreed to go in there for the money. For the money, that's why. I mean, I'm not, I'm not you know, not stupid. I don't want to be in there with a bunch of uh, has-been and never-will-be's. And uh, I mean, I had one. Ricky Norwood was a nice guy. And, and Biggins, of course. But Biggins disappeared. You <laughs> <laughs> told him not well early on. Um, and uh, anyway, so I don't, I, that's not a holiday. I want to go away and not have to think. You know, when Biggins disappeared, did he squeeze his nose? No, why? Oh. Well, I'm not sure because he went into the diary room and never came out. I was just thinking of Rent a Ghost. Were you? What was that? It's like a kids' TV program. Oh, okay. I don't know what Rent a Ghost is. I'm sorry. It's probably before my time. I'm not that old. It had um, uh, Audrey from uh, Coronation Street in it. I've never. Do you know? I've hardly ever watched Coronation Street or EastEnders. No, I, I was in the day a big when it was on. You know, tea time. I was a big fan of Neighbours when Kylie was in it. Yeah, you've had a lot of uh, Neighbours stars on your show. Yeah, but I'm not. I, I don't. I don't watch. I mean, my radio show goes out seven o'clock till ten o'clock in the evening, so I'm not at home to watch television. I don't watch TV. That's why I'm not getting a license. We used to watch Neighbours three times a day, the same episode. Who did? We did. Well, that's, that's a psychological problem. You need to get some sort of help for it, that. It was on in the afternoon, lunchtime-ish. Was it? Then it was on at, say, 5 o'clock or something like that on, um, is it yeah. BBC? I can't remember mm. which channel it was on. And then, because we live in North Wales, right at the top, we can get the sort of uh, Granada area TV. So when we went in the kitchen, the TV was tuned into a different transponder, and it was on at, like, 6 o'clock, so we watched it again straight an hour straight after. You do need help. It was really good. Bounce of the dog. That's not normal to watch the same thing three times. Anyway, never mind. Oh, golly. Well, let's start the show. 
Let's start the show, because I don't know whether I'll get through it today. Well, you've started. No, I haven't. We haven't played the music to start with, and that was just incidental chat about nothing with you. Yeah, well, I'll put this bit in anyway. I mean, I've pad the show out a bit. That's about the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Nobody wants to listen to this. Um, oh, dear. You know when you feel a bit nauseous and... Yeah. yeah. Normally, normally when cheese is around. Oh, I like cheese. Especially cauliflower cheese. Okay. Can we play the theme and then get on with it? Okay. Well, I'll, I'll pretend the theme is played. Okay, right. Welcome to the James Well Radio Podcast. You see how I changed my get, get into a, I'm just, you can cut this bit out, just get into the, um, a bit more high energy. There's nothing worse. And I hear so many dull people on the radio. They talk as if they're on television. You can't do TV and radio in the same way. It just doesn't work. You have to be a little more than you are on the radio. Otherwise you'd sound, wouldn't you? You sort of, imagine a DJ coming on saying, it's very nice. Um, here's a record I quite like. Um, and play it for it. Mind you, John Peel made a living out of that, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, they can't see your visuals, can they? So you have to put no. it into your voice. Mm. Anyway, uh, import, we'll talk about the BBC, actually, in a minute, because uh, the, the running on saga of the BBC, by the way, now I've had to find a, send them a copy of my passport to actually prove that I am eligible to work in the UK. Um, so you, you, you haven't got a national insurance number then? Well, of course I have. I've worked for the BBC for over 30 years, different things, and they, so they obviously have all this on file. Um, and I did the breakfast show on BBC Essex for five years, something like that. I had a Saturday morning show on BBC Chem for about five or six years, didn't I? Maybe they just erased you off the system. Well, I've erased them off the system, and the sooner the BBC... Do you know, the? funnily enough, the, um, the, the Director General job is coming up, so I've got the application forms to fill in. Are they quite big? Well, I don't know. I mean, I haven't arrived yet. I've applied for them. But uh, how can they not employ me? I mean, I'm going to be saying I've got over 40 years' experience on both radio and television. Um, I have, uh, I, uh, you know, I've done every kind of program and, uh, how could they not consider me as a possible director general of the BBC? Are you any good at annoying the public? Very good at annoying the public. Well, then job's yours then. Well, I would have thought so. So I'm going to do that. Uh, but I won't be paying a license fee anymore. I won't be watching television in the way that you have to pay a license fee, and they can send all the f***ing threatening letters they like. You know, the BBC is full of, uh, not, uh, not, there's some very good people who work in the BBC, obviously, but there are, uh, there are so many also-rans and useless people. People who stick in their jobs, they can't be sacked because they have this very strong union. Uh, they, they, you know, if you said to somebody, I'm sorry, but your show it, for argument's sake, on maybe a local radio station, because their local radio could be so much better than it is. Um, I'm sorry, you know, it's not really working. But I've been here for 20 years. 
yeah, but it's not really working and we'd like to move you somewhere else. Well, you can't. Well, yeah, we, we can because we want to do something else with this radio station. Oh, well, I, I'm sorry. That's very unfair. I'm being bullied. And this, it goes round and round like this. It's ridiculous. Management are useless. Anyway, never mind about that. So I'm not. I'm. I'm watching Netflix, and uh, I get my news from talk radio. And uh, you know, you can get Sky News on your phone. Mm-hmm. What else do you need? So are you uh, doing a bit of chilling when you're doing your Netflixing? Netflix and chill with the dogs. Yeah, a few nibbles. Yeah, absolutely. Get back after my radio show. Get home about eleven thirty. Sit on the couch with the dogs. Watch a movie. Any uh, good movies you've seen on Netflix? Mm, I saw the, a film called The Highwayman, which is all about the the uh, cops who uh, tracked down Bonnie and Clyde. Ah, I've seen that. Yeah, that's good. That very yeah, violent. Oh, it was very good. Very good. Lot of shooting in it. Mm. I was talking. Going back to the BBC, I was talking about the. Uh, I was trying to do an interview with an, uh, a former executive of the BBC, who now, believe it or not, is a fucking professor of uh, media. You're going to learn a lot from him. Um, anyway, I was, I was saying, you know, the BBC is obviously now outdated, and, and he was—he <laughs> told me to shut up on the air. Oh dear! You know what I did? What did you do? Cut him off. That was it. That was the end of his interview. Pillock. That's, that's how they do it on ITV. Yeah. Well, the other thing, the interesting thing, of course, is that the uh, woman who's head of uh, news or whatever on Channel Four um, has been to the. Uh, Edinburgh Television Fest. The Edinburgh Festivals, just, it's a waste. I've been a few times, and I was going to take Ash this year, but I decided not to, because it's full of drunk wankers, to be honest with you. And uh, then they run the Edinburgh Television Festival for all the lovies go there as well, you know. And uh, the head of uh, Channel 4 News and Current Affairs, or whatever her name was, um, said, I think it's time we called out politicians and told them they were liars when they've lied well i've been doing that for years dear i mean you want to get with the program apart from anything else you need to actually know that not just when a politician says something you don't agree with you call him she was calling boris johnson a liar no no i don't know whether boris has lied about anything but boris like me has changed his mind from time to time. And that is the prerogative of a person living in a democracy. I've changed my mind about Brexit, and I've had quite a few people get very upset with me, <laughs> as if I could care. Um, and, you know, I, I was a staunch Remainer. I don't think we should have had the referendum. We should have carried on the way we were until there was a, a legitimate reason for removing ourselves from the European Union, them getting too big and having too much of uh, control over the other countries. That, as far as I'm concerned, can't be allowed. But, you know, this whole thing David Cameron came up with was to try and stop UKIP, and it backfired on him. It was a ridiculously stupid idea. Thank goodness we've now got a decent prime minister. I was a little worried about Boris. I know Boris quite well. Uh, but I think he is going to be uh, fine. His his charm is obviously winning over uh, Merkel and Macron, obviously have enjoyed their meetings with him, you can tell that. And I think he'll manage to pull something out of that. I don't know whether we'll leave without a deal, but even if we leave without a deal, I am sure it will not be long before we organise free trade and everything else, because it, 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 it would damage all the countries if we don't sort it out. 
So, you know, it will be cutting your nose off to spite your face. So I think actually Boris will do that. I'm very keen on Boris because he has got energy. I mean, Theresa May was so fucking dull. Dull, dull, dull. Sorry, dogs, didn't mean to frighten you. But I mean, just get annoyed that we have somebody, prime minister of this country, who was so fucking dull. And then she decided that she'd uh, go for an early election and fucked up her majority, which fucked up the country. Uh, Theresa May should hang her head in shame and disappear. Disappear out of politics, dear. You're not wanted, you're not needed, you weren't any good. Now, I might get accused of bullying because I'm talking about it as a woman, but I, I treat everybody the same. I don't mind what your gender is. Margaret Thatcher was the best prime minister this country has had so far in my lifetime. Okay, yeah. Okay. Um, and so I'm, you know, just let's leave the European Union. We can't delay it anymore. It has to be done and then we'll sort it out. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited. But uh, the head of uh, News Current Affairs wanted to accuse Boris of lying. Um, what she needs to do is actually point out the lie and confront him with it. And one thing, though, that politicians have got to do, if they're going to be politicians, they have to be called to account and they have to be prepared to be interviewed. All right? Um, and uh, Boris is... Uh, I, I know why Boris did it. Boris is uh, a bit of a loose cannon, so his people who control him suggested he didn't do many interviews before the leadership. But now as the Prime Minister, he has to come out and be in front of the media and talk to them. And he did his sort of Prime Minister's question time on FaceTime the other day, so anybody could get in touch and ask him a question. I'm not sure that that's the right way of doing it, but it's a bit of a laugh. And uh, he'll be on my show, I'm sure, before long. Jeremy Corbyn, on the other hand, won't do any interviews. Have you seen him interviewed? He does a lot of walking these days, doesn't he? Yeah. Well, people who walk, Theresa May, are usually useless. Yeah, out of breath. Yeah, absolutely. So there we are. I've sorted politics out, um, and it's easily done. The other thing I need to talk about is this, uh, well, it's still politics, but a bunch of MPs came up with the idea that all of us need to get rid of our personal transport, our cars. If we're going to save the planet, we need to get rid of our cars. I mean, I don't know where you live, but I live uh, where there are no buses. No buses? No, no, a bus doesn't come through the village I live in. Oh, okay. And it's a three, four-mile walk to the station. If you said the planet is going to end next week, unless you all get rid of your cars, right? Mm -hmm. Still, people wouldn't get rid of their cars. No, they wouldn't, no. No. So all these fucking wanky MPs sitting around coming up with this, and by the way, when I invited them on to talk radio to talk about it, not one of them responded in a positive way. So what is the point of coming up with uh, this paper on why everybody should get rid of their cars, but you're not prepared to be questioned about it? Climate change is a natural phenomenon. And on this planet, everything is natural. We are natural, right? What we as human beings invent is a natural process. And eventually we will, we will do ourselves out of existence. We will evolve ourselves out of existence, probably. And, uh, you know, if you, if, you want, if you worry about the planet, then let's start cleaning it up. Let's stop in Britain being the scruffiest place. Let's prosecute people for fucking graffitiing along railway lines, which annoys me every time I go on the train. Let's stop people throwing litter on the ground. Let's stop all this, uh, you know, digging holes and sticking our shit in it. Let's recycle. I'm, I'm a big favour of that. I think that's a very good idea. Let's stop 
people burning down the Amazon rainforest. Let's do things that we can do. People are not going to give up their transport. And, you know, I talked to a scientist the other night. He said, well, I think we might have already gone over the tipping point. Well, then there's no point in actually doing anything, is there? So we're having this carbon tax on us just to make money out of us. If it was as serious as that some of them are trying to make you believe, well, even if it was, you are not going to change the way we live our life. You are not suddenly going to get everybody becoming a vegan, even if there's a vegan menu on your pub's menu. It's ridiculous. You are not going to stop people going on holiday by plane. Even this girl going across the Atlantic on the boat, which is really dull and boring, and I'm fed up with the whole thing, and as soon as you're critical of her, you're bullying her. No. She's 16 years old. I was out working when I was 16. A lot of people are. She's old enough to make political comments. She's old enough, therefore, to have those comments tested and disagreed with. Nobody's being rude to her. And if you are being rude to her, you're an idiot. I'm fed up, by the way, with uh, the, 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 the extreme right and left. How to go about those just as bad as each other. And politics, of course, is allowing that at the moment because it is trying to be so politically correct. People who moan about political correctness or, you know, you shouldn't speak to me like that, that's not fair, are the people who never get anywhere, have you noticed? Well, they sort of come and then go very quickly. They, they moan about lots of stuff and then, uh, and then disappear. Mm. You know, oh, my, my, uh, you, you know, my boss talked to me the wrong way. Well, tough, leave the job, go somewhere else if you don't like your boss. Apparently, there's loads of work about. Yeah, they might not sack you straight away, but deep down, you're the first to go. Mm, yeah, you start moaning and complaining. If I was the boss and you're one of those moaners the whole time, oh, I don't like the way so-and-so spoke to me. Could you do something about it? Oh, yes, I'd be, I'll have a word with them. And then I'll be thinking, first time you step out of line, dear, you're off. Don't say dear. That, that sort of implies female. Does it? Well, I call mm. blokes dear and love. Well, yeah, I know you, you should do, but, you know. What? Well, you know, it's... it's I call of... you dear. Yeah, you do, to be fair. Okay. Yeah, well, for goodness sake, you know, this is so ridiculous. Whatever happened to the, the feistiness of the youth? Well, a lot of them still are, and some of them too feisty, obviously, but there's an enormous amount of moaners and groaners. My grandson has just decided to join the Marines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great. Good on him. He's, he's training hard now. Very good. Yeah. Got all his exam results, so he should be uh, able to go in as a, a sort of uh, a higher level. That will be good. Captain Whale. I like the sound of that. <laughs> Captain Whale. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Major Whale. Brigadier Whale sounds even better. Brigadier Whale. Mm. Yeah. Well, Lord Whale is what I'm looking for myself, but yeah. Do you think you get one? Who knows? Who knows? Um, anyway, so going on to, well, what were we talking about? Climate change thing is just getting on my nerves now. They're just looking for ways to try to make us pay more money. And at the moment, you know, we're paying so much in tax. Hopefully Boris will, as soon as he sees off Jeremy Corbyn, because Jeremy Corbyn is becoming a f***ing pain in the ass, isn't he? Not becoming. I think he always it has is, been. Yeah, you're right, yeah. And I, I was talking to a Labour MP the other day, and I kept saying to him, so... um, do you think Jeremy is uh, electable? And he kept changing the subject, <laughs> which isn't lying, and it's his prerogative not to answer the question, but 
He didn't answer the question in such a way that you knew he meant, no, we need a new leader. I said, would you or his wife, who is also a Labour MP, would, would either of you like to uh, become leaders of the Labour Party? Oh, no, 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 we're too busy. Can't we all sort of become Labour members and then get rid of him? That's a good idea. Why don't we do that? Yeah. But I'm very busy becoming the Director General of the BBC. And when I do, by the way, I'm going to sell off most of the commercial arm of the BBC. Yeah. Because I don't really understand why the BBC has a commercial arm. Um, and I will keep, uh, and I will turn the, uh, as they've turned the TV centre into a, a, that's not owned by the BBC anymore, but it is now uh, a TV centre. I mean, it's quite historic, that building. And, of course, ITV and Channel 5 and Channel 4 all use the studios and come from there now. And I would do something similar about Broadcasting House in London, which is an iconic building. I would keep the a radio, a radio channel, a TV channel, news channel all for the bbc and i would expect the bbc to operate local radio stations all over the country where commercial companies can't do it so that would be the extent of the bbc they wouldn't need a license fee it could all be done within local taxation like it is in other countries and then you could be biased to the uh, right for a bit well it would depend on the people you would employ so if you would employ someone for argument's sake like me um who might be slightly right of center mm -hmm. but not much um i would declare you see this is the whole thing you're supposed not to have a political point of view on the bbc well how how can you operate a discussion program well you can but it'll be very dull as most bbc local stations are you need and not you know not everybody uh needs to have the same view you could have one on with one view one with another view but what you don't need from the BBC local radio stations is them playing music. Now, that costs them money as well to play music. We don't need, we've got, you know, all the commercial music channels you can think of. They are, they are there to play music. They play more music and a better selection than anyone else. And it goes right across the age range from whether you're a, a, a magic listener to a smooth listener to a capital listener and whatever. So the BBC doesn't need to be involved in that. They need to take over the position of the local newspaper, the local news TV channel, all of those which are no longer really very local, and they need to do that. It's pretty obvious, isn't it? Why do I, you know, why do I have to say this? They've got, they've got nobody there. They've got a lovey in charge as the director general with a very limp handshake. And they've got so many people in so many, you know, ticking boxes the whole time. They're more concerned about diversity than they are about how they run the organisation properly. And to be quite honest with you, the organisation is run appallingly. Here endeth the lesson. So would you get rid of Radio 1, 2, 3 and 4? Yeah, I would, because they're, they're, they're you know, covered by commercial broadcasters and they are sort of flagging a little bit. And of course, Radio 2, most listened to because it's got the best frequencies the easiest to pick up frequencies you know go through your radio dial and this will all change in the next few years as radio becomes online more and more yeah that's a bit unfair isn't it what well the bbc sort of hogs the whole radio spectrum doesn't it well yeah of course and you could put a monkey on and get we were talking about this on my radio show the other night ash uh, and i were gary lineker um, who is a most unprepossessed, he's dull and boring, but he's just had a go at bald people. Has so he? So he can f*** right off, yeah, he has. He's, he's taken the piss out of bald people. Uh, Alan Shearer and whatever. He presents a programme which people are going to watch anyway, 
but he get the BBC paying him over a million. Um, I think it is a one point seven million pounds a year to present a program of highlights. Plus, he does some work on other stations and advertises crisps. I don't understand why you have these pundits that sort of sit around chatting about a match on TV. Fair enough, you have the match on the telly, and then you've got the commentators who are doing the uh, chatting. Nor have I. I don't don't watch football. I don't know anything about football, so I can't talk about it. But Gary Lineker has annoyed me. And you could put a chimpanzee on the chair and and just as many, probably more people would watch it. I'd probably watch it if an animal was presenting it. I think I'd watch it if there was an animal presenting it. Yeah. I mean, Daisy May, sitting down here with me at the moment very quietly, says she'd do it. Animals presenting the BBC. Yeah, well, and it would be cheaper. So what the point is of having Gary Lineker on there at that, uh, particularly when he's so rude to bull people, I had no idea. They could do what they do with Have I Got News For You and just have a different football personality every week and therefore you wouldn't have to pay them much. Mm. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely correct. So there we are. We sorted the BBC out. We sorted Brexit out. We sorted climate change out. Is there much more? Oh, apparently your sex life is better if you use emojis more on uh, social media. I'm always sending you emojis. Yeah, I know, but your sex life is shit. Yeah, so how does it work then that it can't be true? No, it can't be true because I don't use them very often. Let me work that one out. You don't use them often. When you've worked it out, keep it to yourself. Oh, I do. Good, 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 good. Uh, so anyway, um, that's another thing that uh, we, we talked about on the radio show this week. What else did we talk about? We had quite an interesting week, I think. Can't remember now. So much went on then. Well, it's funny, isn't it? As soon as you do the show, you forget about it. How's your TV show doing? That's doing quite well. If nobody's seen it, it's called James Whale Breaks the News with four episodes of it. They're out there at the moment. Where, where can you see it? On YouTube or... Yeah, definitely on YouTube and probably on your Facebook page. Yeah, it probably is. On my Facebook page as well. Well, I don't know. Do you share it? Oh, of course, I've always shared it. Well, then it's on your Facebook page. Uh, I just click the click and never never look. <laughs> click the well, click. I don't have to look because I did it. That's God, true. Look at yeah. the dust in here. Yeah. I had Jerry Hayes on the one last week. I saw, yes. That took me back. Yes, he's uh, still the same Jerry Hayes. uh, Yes, yes. And a lady in very short shorts singing a song about Brexit. Uh, Jerry Hayes enjoyed that quite a lot. Did he? No. I wasn't watching his face. Did did they get any shots of his face? Yeah, they did, yeah. (laughs) He's a funny bloke. Um, Anyway, so uh, is it time to do tech talk? It probably is. I can do a bit of tech talk. Yeah, don't bore us too much. Okay. Um, Okay, here's here's, uh, uh, Cupcake. Uh, donut, board, eclair, board, gingerbread, board, honeycomb. Oh, that's better. Ice cream sandwich. Mm, I like that. Jelly bean. No. Kit Kat. Don't mind. Lollipop. Not really. Marshmallow. No. Nougat. Occasionally. Oreo. No. Pie. A cream pie. Look, <laughs> you can't say cream pie. Why not? Google it. Um, and uh, those are all... Um, Hang on. I like a cream pie. What's wrong with that? I'm now... I've, you know, if it's a pie, a fruit pie, I want it with cream. Right. What is rude about cream pie? I don't know. Ridiculous. 
They are all Android operating systems. Are they? Yeah. Right. But they're dropping the um, desserts names for their operating Good. systems, and they're just going to yeah. call it 10. 10? Yeah, original, isn't it? Yeah. Original, yeah. Mm. Who would use, for argument's sake, Marshmallow? Well, it's obviously in order of uh, history, isn't it? So the, the first one would have been um, Cupcake, and then the second one would have been Donut, and the third one would have been Eclair. Oh, right. And, and these are... Op- I don't understand any of this. So where would you have got... What would you? What, what do you? What are they for? They're the, uh, the equivalent of... You know, we have a OS X on the computer, or <coughs> uh, iOS 13, which is coming out for the, uh, the new iPhone. And we're currently on iOS 12 at the moment. So we have a normal number system like everyone else. Well, yeah. Android thought they'd be quite cool and have uh, oh, dessert right. names, you see. Yeah, I've got it. Yeah, I don't have an Android. I've never had an Android. so, And I don't want an Android. No, not now. It's not got no interesting name. Right. Good. They're okay, just gonna well, call I'm it just happy with my Apple. Version 10. That's what it's going to be called now. Yeah. In fact, I might have to upgrade my phone. Here's something you might like. An Apple titanium credit card all right i don't really want a credit card if i can hand you know because every time i have a credit card i go out and spend money which i don't necessarily have it's a really nice looking credit card made by apple obviously it's the thing to have except Mm. you can't put it in leather or denim why not uh it destroys the card what yeah Oh, that's ridiculous. I don't want one. Apple, with all their design team, have made a credit card you can't put in your pocket. That is ridiculous. Yep, destroys it. It makes it look all, yeah. all horrible and manky. The finish all, all peels off. All and peels. hasn't anybody bothered to, to tell them that it isn't usable because most people have got leather or denim? Well, they tell you to put it in a special box. Oh, for fuck's sake. Anyways, I won't be getting one of those, and whoever designed it will be heading out of the door fairly soon. Cotton might be okay. Bollocks to that. I don't wear cotton trousers. Corduroy trousers are safe. No. They're for old men. Denim is all I wear. The card does look nice. It's like a nice white matte finished card. It just says your name on it and nothing else. Might have a little Apple logo in the corner. Yeah. Go one one. Anyway, go on. Anything else or not? No, there's not much happening in uh, Tech Talk. I'm sure loads of companies have been hacked and loads of fingerprints and uh, mm. facial recognition has been stolen and all that kind of stuff over the week. But that happens every week. No so. movies to talk about. I've done movies anyway. Don't need to do movies. Yeah, you, you've watched The Highwayman. You liked it. I, I, I thought yeah. it was a bit gruesome. Yeah, but that's what happens when you shoot somebody. That's what happens. And you never got to see them in the film, did you? No. And let that be a lesson to anybody. Put your guns down and start talking. It's better. <laughs> well, we got oh. some. We got some mail. Do you want to do some mail? Yeah, I thought I'd do some mail. Uh, and uh, of course, uh, uh, we've still got some copies of my autobiography, the ten years old autobiography. Time to do another one fairly soon. But catch up on edition one. It's available from the website. It is called Almost a Celebrity. That's not the website, is it? Isn't it? No, that's the book. Yeah. The website, jameswellradio.co.uk. Forward slash shop. Yeah. Uh, and if you want to uh, if, if you want to get in touch and tell me how wonderful I am, or maybe maybe, maybe you even want to say not, uh, then uh, jameswellradio 
at gmail.com. That's correct. Yeah, jameswellradio at gmail.com. Mind you, I had a caller the other night, one of these religious nutters, because I was doing a bit on, um, you know, they, they've, uh, they're trying to stop people demonstrating outside abortion clinics, and quite rightly as well. How dare people do that? Um, it's a free country. No, it's not a free country to upset people. No, it is not. And, you know, my views on religion, most of it is, is harmful. Shouldn't have religion in schools. We shouldn't try to indoctrinate our children into things we believe. That's totally wrong. Um, and uh, so I was doing this with a, a person who was supporting people demonstrating it. And then I get a, a religious nutter on who told me I'm going to burn in hell and become an alcoholic. That's how friendly religious people are. Do you become the alcoholic in hell or do you become the alcoholic before you go to hell? I wasn't really too sure about that, but, you know, you become the alcoholic at some particular point. Uh, right, Wales Mail, if you want to get in touch, uh, Radio at gmail.com. Shay, hello Shay, he says, uh, James, when a, somebody commits a crime against an individual, they are sometimes made to face up to their victim and apologise and pay for their crime. In my mind, the biggest criminal of this century has got away scot-free and has never had to speak or apologise for his crime. David Cameron is guilty of costing this country millions of pounds. I'm sorry, Shay, it's billions. Uh, due to the way he dumped us with Brexit and he has never came out to attempt to make amends. No, he's on holiday. Put on a bit of weight. Looks a bit disgusting. Uh, what a wanker that bloke is. And he ruined Theresa May's career too. Poor mare. Never had a chance. Thank you, Shay. Um, sort of, yeah. But, yeah, no, David Cameron really should not be appearing anywhere and smiling as he stands in the sea. He's having a lovely time, and he has f***ed up this country. You're right. Um, Steve Church, by the way, uh, says, uh, James, my opinions about the BBC you've been talking about. There are hundreds of television stations broadcasting across this country which have no connection to the BBC. I'm not sure there are hundreds of TV stations across this country, are there? There's, there's, uh, there's, yeah, there's hundreds. Is there? On Freeview, yeah. Oh, right, okay. How can the BBC be allowed to have the power to be able to demand money from anyone if they watch any of those stations? They have made extortion legal. I, like every other licensed pair, pay the BBC to make programmes. I get to watch them once, commercial-free, then BBC sells them to another TV station like Dave. Then, if I watch those programmes again, the ones we paid to have made, I have to watch them with commercial. So, basically, the BBC isn't commercial-free. Have they missold us the licence, Steve? It's a very good point, Steve. I think, well, you know, I, d I don't think the BBC have any business trying to sell stuff and make more money. They have built an empire which has more money coming into it than a lot of uh, countries, and they pay ridiculous amounts of money to their senior staff. And then they try and get away uh, with paying almost nothing to those people working in the smaller sections of the BBC. It is a complete and utter waste of time. And, of course, the BBC was a well, licence got nothing to do with us. Uh, that's the licensing authority, um, which, of course... Is right, you know. The law says if you operate a television uh, receiver in this country, you have to have a license, doesn't it? And you know the kind of letters, and then the knock on the door you get about it. You wouldn't get that from from the people who supply your electricity, your gas, or anything else, would you? If you don't pay a TV license, you get a threatening letter. 
Oh, I had one about two weeks ago. What? Uh, I haven't got a TV license in my shop because we fix yeah. computers. I need a TV, obviously, to fix a computer. Yeah. Idiots. Have you written back to them? I used to send them uh, Yeah. Which is probably illegal, so I'll probably beat that out. <laughs> well, I, I'm, I mean, I, I've had a couple of them knock on the door from time to time. Uh, and they are, they're just idiots. I mean, who'd want the job anyway, to be honest? I was a student once in bed watching telly and there was a knock on the door from the TV licensing and I didn't have a TV license. You should be ashamed of yourself. Yeah, who cares? Well, no, you're, you're not allowed to break the law and I can't, I can't defend people breaking the law. The law needs to be changed. And I suppose one way to change the law is for people to change their viewing habits and not view television in the ordinary way where you are supposed to get a license because there are other ways of doing it. Just put it on the council tax, make everybody pays. I pay for a library that I don't use. Everyone should pay. I agree. And close down the libraries because who goes? Well, then I can't have my argument about, you know. No, all right, keep the libraries, then you can have your argument, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a very good point. Yeah, but you couldn't, you know, the, the BBC is is overfunded. It's got too much going on. It doesn't need what it's doing. And it keeps trying to, it's now trying to sort of uh, chat up um, commercial broadcasters and, and come up with a, an alternative to Netflix and Amazon, isn't it? Yeah, BritBox, which goes back to my point. Everything should be available on this BritBox for me to get absolutely free as long as I have a TV license. But no, it's going to be something like eight quid a month. Mm, well, they can forget that. We're not going to allow that. Well, it's going to happen. Yeah, but it's not because I'm going to become the Director General of the BBC. Well, think of all that money they've already wasted investing in it then. Yeah. Well, it'll be a commercial enterprise, won't it? Like they wasted all that money investing in digital stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they don't care. And then they're saying, oh, well, we can't, we can't give a free license to those people over 75 unless they're poor. And the reason is because, of course, you've got to fund... They have to fund the fucking pensions that they have paid to those people who work there. So when you get rid of the TV license and we cut back the BBC, how they're going to pay those enormous extortionate pensions, I have no idea. They got rid of the best channel, BBC Three. Well, you can see it online. They can do it that way. Yeah, but I don't want to go online. I want to watch it on my telly. Well, no, because then we can't get rid of the license if you carry on like that. True. Anyway, listen, I think we better do questions because I've got an appointment I have to dash off for. Oh, are they going to lance it? Yeah, but you didn't need to say that, did you? Sorry. I should bloody well think so. Uh, Danny Costello. Hello, Danny. Uh, oh, Danny Costello, wasn't he in blue? Or maybe it was somebody else. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what is the likelihood of civil unrest come 31st of October? Um, depends what happens, but I hope none. I hope people are far more civilised in this country than to cause any kind of civil unrest. So it'll be civilised unrest? Yeah. What was that? Uh, I didn't hear. What was that? Did it burst? <laughs> um. <laughs> was that you, Daisy? All right. Uh, right. <laughs> Uh, okay. <clears throat> that came from your end, not mine. <laughs> Rob James. Lord Nelson was five feet 
tall, but his statue in London is 15 feet tall. Is that who ratio of three to one? That's very clever. Yes, it is. A bit of math there. Yeah. You know, uh, three fives are 15. Very clever. Good. Hmm. Uh, Chris Benny, Bennion. Bennion. I was going to say Benetton, because there's no T there. Uh, should the likes of Alexa and Siri be programmed to respond only to people who use manners, such as please and thank you, when asking questions and receiving answers? Uh, yes, I think so, because manners, I think, are a very important thing and something that people have uh, lost the ability to use. And considering that the staff listen to most of your uh, conversations in these companies, yeah. it could teach them a bit about manners. Too. Exactly. Good manners costeth nothing. Good manners cost F nothing. Mm -hmm. Susan Mills. What do you do in your spare time, James? Um, what do I do in my spare time? Uh, this, um, <laughs> shoot bows and arrows, take the dogs for a walk, uh, sit in the garden, Netflix and chill, think about going on Tinder. Grinder. What's that? It's it's the the version for you. Is it? According to your oh, Wikipedia page, that. it's the version for you. Oh right, okay. I haven't checked my Wikipedia lately. I've not made Maybe that. I should. <laughs> you, you should. <laughs> but anybody can go on and change it, so is it worth it? They can't well yeah, they can. What? Well I was gonna say they can't really change it. As long as you've got citations you can change what you like. I, I wish I knew what you were talking about, but I don't. Uh, Daniel Severn. Yeah. Can you persuade the wife, as in his wife, <clears throat> to give me a back massage for all the hard work I've done flooring the upstairs of our new home? Yeah. Well, get her to call me on talk radio and I'll have a chat. Uh, Colin Watkins. Should I take my wife to Stringfellows? Well, I used to take mine. I see no reason why not. I, and uh, I had a very uh, entertaining evening with Margaret Thatcher there once. So, yeah, I think it'd be fine. Did she get up and get on the poles? Who? I, I ruined that joke. I should have said, did she talk about the poles? Yeah, but it's being disrespectful to the memory of our great leader. Unless you were talking about my wife. And yes, she did get up on the phone. But anyway, go on. <laughs> uh, James Reed. Your head looks very smooth. Is it natural or do you shave it? I shave it. And Roger Moore. Hi, Roger. I loved you in James Bond. Who put the bop in the bop shoe bop? Uh, that was Robbo. It was. Mm. Good. Oh, that, that's, that's it for my questions. Well, not my question. Is it? Good. Well, I think you've done remarkably well uh, with very little uh, help from me today. Yeah. I've, I've, uh, yeah. Do I get a yeah. gold star? Yeah, you will. Um, I think we should just remind everybody that the uh, website is available to have a look at. And uh, uh, if you go on the website, you can see uh, all, merry, all, all, all myriad of, of things. And be merry while you're there. And pop in the shop, buy a few things in there. It's the 300th episode next week. 300 hours. How long does that take to listen from beginning to end? About 300 hours. 
In fact, the first one we did, we used to do just on the phone, didn't we? Yeah, on the phone with one of those um, Apple earbud things with a little microphone on the cord and a bit of sellotape. Yeah, and then we made enough money to have a studio and do it that way. Yeah, and then we stopped. All the money disappeared. Stopped doing what? Expanding. Well, we don't need to expand anymore. What do we need to do? Well, I could do with a better chair, a bit of uh, heating. No, 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 no. When the money comes in and you tell me there is no money, I, I actually think there must be some money, but apparently you say there isn't. Uh, when it comes in, we will um, we will, uh, we'll put some better graphics on. That's true. Do you have graphics on this? Well, we do. You, you normally send me a photo that you've taken. Do I? Yeah. No, you normally rip it off my Instagram site. Well, that is true as well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, listen, I'm going to go and join us for the 300th edition next time. Uh, but it'll be no different to the rest of them, will it? I'm sure there'll be a little bit of a jolliness. Well, we didn't for the 200 or the 100. The 100, we had party poppers. Did we? Yeah, I set the fire I don't remember off. the 200, do you? I don't remember the 200 either. That sort of came and went. Yeah. Actually, the 300s crept up quite quick. Has it? Yeah, when did we start? This must have been 2014. Well, let's see. If we do about uh, 50 a year. Yeah, that's six years. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah 300. 14, yeah. 15, yeah. 16, 17, 18, 19. Yeah, 13 maybe. Blimey. I feel old. I'm going. I've had enough. Right, stop it now. That's it. No more melancholy. Okay. Thank you very much indeed, everybody. Have a lovely day. to the James Well Radio Show. For more information, visit www.jameswellradio.co.uk. Why not check us out on facebook.com slash jameswellradioshow 
Or follow James on Twitter at the James Whale. James Whale, the voice of reason.